Hey, it's uh, Krista. Hello, hello, hello. And I, I heard Carmen was going to join you on the podcast yeah. today. She's right here next to me. Hello, hello. How are you? Uh, hello, Carmen. Thank you so much. Thank you both for joining um, joining us on the Naked Onion Mystery Tours podcast. I just wanted to do a little bit of an introduction. If you guys give me a minute, we'll blow through it and we'll start our podcast. Oh. Okay, so hello, 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 and welcome to the Naked Onion Mystery Tours podcast, a podcast about real people in real time. This podcast welcomes people from all over the United States, and we're working on inviting our friends from overseas. The guests do not find until an hour before the podcast, so the content is never premeditated. And today's podcast is a part two Social norms and stereotypes. So um, I wanted to welcome Krista, who has been a nurse for 22 years, and Carmen, who is a holistic healer and life coach, and I know she's been doing that for a couple decades as well. So welcome, guys. Thank you so much for showing up. We appreciate coming on with you, and um, what are we... What can we add? I mean, what 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 is uh, what's the hot topic? I have the hot topic. Uh, I sent you the last podcast, which was social norms and stereotypes. And Carmen is. I got something. Carmen's got something. She is chomping at the bit. Is she? Um, well, go ahead, Carmen. Okay. Today, one of my clients, you know, uh, to be unnamed, privately messaged me that um, she has a. 18 or 19 month old and her breast milk had stopped coming in months and months ago. So she stopped breastfeeding and she is being shunned by her community in California because she's not breastfeeding. Yep. Um, so I told her, I said the social norm in Florida where I reside would be why is she still breastfeeding yeah, a, past a, year. A, a, you know, a, She's the baby's 19 or 20 months old. She's walking. She's in a sippy cup. Why? Why is she still breastfeeding? So the social norm in California, she says, is she's being shunned by her community of you know Kundalini people, yoga people, and the leche and the leche people. Why are you not breastfeeding her? And she says, well, my breast milk, you know, has dried up. And then she says they're telling her to let the baby latch on to make her breast milk come back. And I said. And she, she said she actually tried it one time, and then her, her, her 18, 19, 20-month-old baby was laughing at her, like, Mom, Mom, what are you doing? And she was laughing at her. So I said, that your, your daughter's too old, she's too mature, and it's not going to happen. But that's what I have to add today was the, you know, what is the social norm for that type of thing? And, it, and I told her, I said, it's cultural, like, in Florida or this group or community, it, it's it's a no-no. But in your community, in your area, you know, you're being shunned for the for something that would not be accepted over here. Can I interject? Yeah, yes. uh, my perspective. So that was that's a perfect example of how we get into a community, and in order to to belong. There's perceptions that need to be catered to in order to be accepted by the environment that you're in. Um, exactly. Right. 
it's just like um, to give add some perspective on that. Mm -hmm. Breastfeeding is an individual thing with the mother. It's how the mother wants to connect. That's a great way to connect with your baby. Yes. Yes. And I love that. That is, yeah, sorry to uh, interrupt. That's exactly what I said to her. I said, if, if you're comfortable breastfeeding or not breastfeeding, I said, it's an individual choice or decision. And I said, obviously, if your breast milk dried up for some reason or the other, your baby was done. And her baby is very mature. She's dancing. She's talking. And she is very independent. I said, she, you know, she was walking and talking before I, I said that, that's also why she was done breastfeeding. And I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you something really interesting. We have um, a, a couple perspectives. Yeah. So we have a close family friend that breastfed. She was part of the La Leche community, mm-hmm. which if if you know your your followers are not aware, those are the women that feel they should breastfeed until their the baby is three or four years old, and that. You know, basically the baby can walk up and say, hey, mommy, you know, give me your boob. I'm ready for lunch. And she breastfed this infant boy until he was about three years old. And I can tell you that this boy turned into a young man that is extremely dependent and socially very needy. He also, also happens to be an only child, and so he was like in the regular, typical type of, you know, schooling with kids from the time he was preschool, and then I have lots of friends that have, you know, breastfed maybe just for a couple months, and then I have other friends and family that breastfed, you know, for a year, you know, 13, 14 months, and myself... I did not breastfeed. I was not in a comfortable place when I had my oldest child. And then my youngest child, I just, um, he actually was a very big baby and he was having trouble maintaining his blood sugar. And so they immediately had to, he had to be bottle fed, supplemented the first 24 hours of life. And it just, it just kind of happened that he ended up being bottle fed too. Um, but part of that was because I was an extremely busy working mom mm-hmm. and, um, you both of those the bottles, kids, did you fill the yes. bottles and leave them? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But only, only, uh, for him just a couple days. Um, but both of my kids are extremely independent children. I mean, they're, you know, you know, they're adults. I mean, they're full adults. Right. And, but we have, we have a pretty good bond. I'm very close to my son. I'm very close to my daughter. Like I said, they're both adults and live out in the world, in the community on their own. But I had people, you know, just short of harassing me, particularly with my son. How come I wasn't breastfeeding? And it's like, well. Funny though, and not to interrupt you, it's just that people will And this is something that I am extremely interested in. People will assign meaning to your life. Yes. Yes. Constantly. They will. 
this is something I had to unlearn. Yeah. The words that come out of someone else's mouth, like, you know, something may look like abuse to you. Right. But there is a cohesiveness or there's a communication uh, style that the mother has with their child. So I've had to learn to count one, two, three, four, five. And mind my own business. Yeah. Yep. Yes, so, because what's what's normal to you may not be normal to me. It may be totally not normal or different to Carmen. Exactly. Yeah. It's um breastfeeding is just one small universe in yes. all of the universes that we have created. Right. Just like um, sexuality now yeah. is so fluid. It is so fluid. And when I think about it, um, I started off my life very feminine. I worked in a salon and did makeup and hair and designers were my favorite thing. Like I love to learn about the different designers and the clothes. I can't stitch a thing to save my life, but... That was the beginning of my life. And then now I want to say, as my life has been developing, my masculine side is taking more of a, a step forward. Right, right. And taking over. Yeah. And um, it's kind of how, but another thing we were talking about the last podcast was how do we react to all these designations that people place upon us. Me, I ignore them. <laughs> yeah, I, and what's interesting, I think as we, as women, as we go further in our careers, that's when we exhibit a more of a masculine side because being a successful career person, whether it be a nurse, a doctor, a salesman, you know, a banker, you know, a, you know, a makeup person, it's the more successful people statistically are males. And so women have to have a more, you know, I should say structured, almost that male counterpart in them show up more for that. um, You know, the more career oriented. Well, so from a spiritual perspective, the male part of a woman is, it means more aggressive. Yes. Yeah. Like it's, and you're absolutely right. Um, later in life, we just kind of learn the timidness and being shy and not going for what we want really right. fucks things up. I mean, it prevents us from getting our dreams. Right. You know, so, um, Another social norm that's placed on women is um, behaving. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, which is wrong... <laughs> that's not us. That's not us. No. <laughs> women behaving badly, that's us. Yeah. Well, the women, you know, the women from the 50s 
compare the women of the 50s to the women of the 60s and 70s, there is diametrically different because, you know, your women of the 40s and 50s, stay-at-home mom, wore dresses, wore dresses all the time, and pumps, heels, and, and makeup, and makeup and apron. And as soon as the husband gets home, dinner is on the table. Waiting on him hand and foot. And there's a McCall's or um, the Ladies Journal, and I saw it on Facebook a couple years ago. Betty Crocker. Yeah, Betty Crocker or something. Whenever I see it, I love to share it because it's hysterical. But it is how to prepare for your husband when he comes home from work. Yep. Remember, your husband has had a rough day. And of course, you have taken care of the home and you have taken care of the children, but your husband is really doing the important stuff and bringing home the bacon. And so it goes as far to say, first of all, powder your nose and put on your lipstick so you are uh, pleasantly appealing to your husband. Make sure the children are washed and cleanly clothed. Yeah and have the dinner ready and if he should want a cocktail you should fix that as soon as he comes through the door i mean it's just oh, oh it's, i just found that article yes, yes it's just i mean it's very i love lucy yeah it's just but if you have ever watched i love lucy and i absolutely love lucy yeah me too it is exactly too. what lucy does for desi yep but, that, but she yells at him, she too. She does it badly. <laughs> yeah, she does it badly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I loved her, too. They fought tooth and nail, those yeah. two. But you know that when she would be in trouble with him, if she did a bad wifely thing, he would say, Lucy, you know you're going to be in trouble Come for on. this. You know I'm going to have to Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go through the list that you 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 touched on. To how, what is it? How, oh, nine tips for taking care of your husband, taken from a 1950s home economics book. They taught yes. this shit in school. Yes. Have, yes. have dinner ready. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Prepare yourself. Yeah. Okay. So that means change your attitude. If you have a bad attitude, change it. And your face. <laughs> yep. Clear away the clutter. Put on your You're right. <laughs> Prepare the children. Minimize yeah. all noise. Yes. Minimize, minimize the, noise. the noise. That's right. Yes. Right. Some don'ts. Don't greet him with problems or complaints. Yes. Make him comfortable. <laughs> Listen yeah. to him. Make the evening his. And the goal is to try to make the home a place of peace and order where your husband can renew himself, body and spirit. So that's wow. a lot of duty for <laughs> women. <laughs> Probably a new mom with a two-year-old or a baby and a seven-year-old talking you know, a lot of work yep and one of those lucy episodes she has had the baby 
and she is overwhelmed with a newborn baby and breastfeeding and taking care of the baby, trying to take care of the house, trying to make breakfast, trying to cook dinner. She can't do it. She's burnt the toast, burnt the toast, forgot to defrost the roast. Yeah. So they actually hire a housekeeper. So the housekeeper can do the housekeeping and Lucy just has to take care of the baby. Do you want to hear something funny? A trend on TikTok? Yes. Okay. So there's a trend on TikTok and it's completely adorable. And it's men who are, one of the things is how, how I turn on my wife. And it's so cute because it's the guy, he's doing the laundry, putting dishes in the dishwasher, fixing all the things around the house that need to be fixed. Honey-do list. Yeah. Maintaining the kids, taking them out on a kid date. And, and the world is really doing a shift because there's also videos where husbands and wives, you know, the husband, the wife is on her period and the video is, hey, babe, I got your favorite TV shows lined up on the TV. His wife is on the couch. He brings her a blanket and a heating pad. He brings her her favorite snacks. He sits down and he rubs her feet. And then he massages her in her head. And does he leave his name and number or his brother's name and number? You know what? I'll I'll (laughs) you the video. It's adorable. It is absolutely adorable. And then there's a group of men. Here's another trend that I wanted to touch base on um, social norms. Like there's this for decades, we've had to deal with women not being able to fucking eat that pisses me off more than anything shaming a woman for the amount of food she eats bothers yeah. me well, they, okay they teach that at casa against sentinel against spousal abuse that is one of the seven signs of a narcissism or abuser on your mm-hmm. first day you could see he gives her a dirty look or says are you gonna have another or she's reaching for this next next uh slice of pizza and he gives her a dirty look so that's Definitely a a very bad trait. Yeah, definite red flag. Red flag. Um, It's not healthy. It's not a healthy way to treat another human being that way. And Lizzo, I love her. She's also on TikTok. And she she was in a thong. Startled me a little bit. You know, and the old programming popped in my head, like, oh, you sh- girl, you shouldn't be doing that. And then I look, I, I listened to my own words in my head, and I was like, yeah. you know what? She is a beautiful woman. If she wants to wear a thong and it makes her feel freaking drop-dead gorgeous, I want that for her. Right. And yeah. for those listeners who don't know who that is, give some more explanation who that is. Yeah, Lizzo, who? Because I'm not sure who she is either. Oh, okay. So she is a musician. She's a young musician, and oh. um, I'm not sure how she got her start, but 
Her real name is Melissa, Melissa Vivian Jefferson and known professionally as Lizzo. She's an American singer, rapper, songwriter, and flutist. Born in Detroit, Michigan, she later moved to Houston, Texas, which is where I'm from, where she began performing. Um, and then she moved to Minneapolis, where she began her recording career in hip hop. Huh. So she's a heavyweight young lady. Um, and I say heavyweight because she's nobody to fuck with. She definitely yeah. owns her shit. She wears her body like a badge of honor. There's, there's another, um, you know, full size lady that I like. She, I think she's African American or maybe she's mixed because she's got dark complexion, but not very dark. And she's really cute she goes by jazzy or jazzy z she's on oh, instagram yeah, i know who and she, she does, is she yeah is. she does all of these cute videos and she's always um showing off really cute fashions and things to flatter a bigger body and she'll like try these she'll she'll like take the poster or the the magazine cover the outfit and she'll order the same things and then she'll see how it really looks because it'll be a plus size model that had modeled it, but then she's modeling. She's, oh yeah, this one doesn't work. Oh, this one is great. And it's, it's very interesting because of her color tone. They said she should wear a similar color tone to her flesh. So she modeled several items. And of all of the items, there was only like two outfits out of about 10 outfits that she tried that really looked great. And, but she's doing totally, you know, I don't want to say criticizing, but she's self-editing, you know, oh, this one looks great. Oh, I don't like the way this one things are hanging or I don't like the way this one looks. Oh, this one looks great. So, but I really like her. She, I, she seems very honest and seems very open and positive about her body. I can't find her on the interweb, but mm -hmm. uh, I'll look her up later. But yeah, that 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 is a big pet peeve yeah. of mine because I my I I think I want to say the biggest I've I've gotten was an eighteen, and now I'm down to a seven. Yeah. But I can tell you, I do keto and intermittent fasting, and when I eat my meal, I sit down about four hours. I'm grazing. Mm -hmm. I don't hold back. I don't. You know, I don't eat a lot of crap, but I, my husband right. can attest to the fact that I put away so much food that he just, he doesn't get it. <laughs> I'm right. going to, I'm going to go back to the so social norm. I, I've never owned, I don't say I've never, but I don't like to wear one piece businesses because I don't like to have the wet on my stomach. So right. I had, so, you know, I'm a size anywhere from 14 to 16. And sometimes, you know, overflowing in my 16, depending on how good I'm doing on keto or what right. I have going on in life. And so I, I, in my own home, in my own swimming pool, I had friends over. And uh, my friend's husband said, are you really going to wear that two-piece bathing suit? I said, don't like it, don't look. I love <laughs> and, it. Good for you. And I think that friend's <laughs> husband's name might have been John. Oh, my God. Oh my God! And and could you please explain to the 
to the audience that he is a narcissist. He's a total <laughs> narcissist. Yes. Yeah. But I was in my home with a large fence and, and covered in a, a bathing suit that has like a skirt mm-hmm. and in a, a bathing suit top that was very covered. And I bet it was a but I, but I actually think it was more because of the scars, because you just had the surgery. No, this was before I had the surgery. This was before the surgery. <laughs> oh, surgery. wow. He said wow. to me, well, you know, Larry, because Larry was there, is going to be yeah. drooling all over you, and you are not a petite girl. I mm-hmm. said, well, men men like me, they, they, they like beef. They don't want chicken. Yep. <laughs> oh, girl. There is a whole here, – here's, here's another, another thing. It's like there is a whole community out there of men – on yeah. TikTok and everywhere yeah. that love women with a little yeah. something, something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, love, yeah. I mean, when I say yeah. love, I mean lust. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, so, I've never, I, I've been a size between seven and 16 all my mm-hmm. life, and I've mm-hmm. never ever had a man turn me down. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I believe it. And do you know it's all about? what your beliefs are if you attach yourself to someone else's beliefs that reality becomes real for you right 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 and and it's also how comfortable you are like i could have said oh i'll go change my clothes but like no f you buddy i'm wearing this because this is what i have and this is what i like and Mm -hmm. this is what i i i I own it this is me you know i'm not covering up for you Uh, if you don't like it there's the door buddy yeah yeah, and yeah, exactly. You're at your house. It's, it's I, not like you're. Yeah, I wasn't at a stranger's yeah. pool party. That I, I was the perfect example. We were we were getting ready to eat dinner, but we were gonna go in the pool the other night, and right. I had this really cute bikini top on. Yeah. And it wasn't too. It's not too showy. It's actually pretty family friendly. Um, but I just, it's the first time I'd worn it and look good. It looked, it looked really good on me, but we were still eating. So then I put a shirt on and either Carmen or the, or one of our girlfriends are, why are you, why are you getting dressed again? I said, well, I, I don't think it's appropriate to sit at the table. Everyone else has got regular clothes on. I'm not going to sit here in a bikini top. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like a tankini. I said, while we're finishing eating, right. I said, it's not like we're outside around the pool and we're eating. It, it, to me, that's just. Uh, but, but also, your narcissistic husband said mm-hmm. you, you're not you're not allowed to wear that in public. <laughs> that bathing oh, yeah. even that's though it. she's completely covered up, mm-hmm. it looks flattering. It's it is two piece, but it's well, an, it's because it looks really good. It looks really good. Yeah. He says to her, "You can't wear that in public." Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "I said she's gonna wear that wherever she wants to. She's yep. gonna wear that to the Mary Kay retreat we're going a to." Lot right? and he's like, <laughs> you know what, you guys? A lot of men. Yeah do that and yeah he's a narcissist because i know but it's usually a personal reason like maybe he doesn't want other people gawking at her breasts oh i know john i know john and that's that's what it sounds like yep hundred percent absolutely it wasn't like and it wasn't in a controlling way giggle waters yeah um, it wasn't in a controlling way. It was in a matter of fact way. Well, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you're not going to wear, wear that blah, blah. And, and, you know, she was like, uh, stop. Oh, oh there's another one. I, I can go. And, well, uh, you know, I, it was just, I've got a story. Yeah. I've got a story. Okay. 
So, and it's more about me and my perspective than anything else. My thighs, no matter how big I was, yeah. my thighs have always rubbed together. Yep. Yeah. Always rubbed Mine together. Too. And yep. I have a bikini too. And I just, for myself, because of how other people, like their perspective is, you know, like John, he'll just tell you, he's like, eh, you shouldn't wear that. So I would, like, not wear bathing suits. I would not go swimming. I wouldn't go to the beach. I wouldn't do any of that because I was terrified of somebody else's opinion. Now that I'm right. approaching 50, I don't give a shit. I have right. cellulite. I have scars. I have stretch marks i have um you know i have a belly and i'm just like fuck it well um, uh, let me interject i've i have seen you and you look good and you're making yourself yep. sound you know you're putting yourself down and i'm gonna interject. no no no, no 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 that's not what i'm doing i'm okay. explaining <laughs> to you a perspective i used to have oh used, used yeah. to have okay yeah and then Excellent. I said, approaching my 50s, now I don't give a fuck. Excellent. Okay, good. Yeah. good, good. I, I don't care. And, yeah. and I believe, and, and this is the message I want everyone to hear, is that it just doesn't matter what other people think. Right. If right. we would get along so much better, if we just didn't take anybody's words personally yeah right yes or perspective we would get everyone would get on along a lot better if we would just behave like the way we were taught to behave in kindergarten yeah yeah that's true you know be kind to each other don't take the other people's toys don't right. hit anybody you know, it's 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 real simple. Yeah. It, it really is. Mind yeah. your business. So I would mind your business, right? Mind your P's and Q's. That's what P's I used to do. Yep. 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 Yeah. Well, a trigger for me is when somebody is complaining all the time, and I've learned to stay away from complainers. Yeah. If you're complaining all the time. And it does, it never changes. There's a reason why you're complaining. You're either complaining because you're trying to get people to feel sorry for you. Yeah. Or fishing for a compliment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fishing for a compliment. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. that's another reason that you complain all the time. If you have gratitude, then you're like, peace out. I'm good. I don't need you to like my body. Yep. Right. My boobages. You don't need to yeah. like my boobs. You don't need to like my butt. And I'm okay and, with that. And what what about our fellow nurse a couple years ago that noted that your booty she thought was a little bit bigger than the last oh, time she was in you? So funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Like so to everybody listening. It. To everybody listening, I was I was a hospice nurse and I was relieving uh, another one of our nurses and um, she always had something to say about me there was something she she was always saying something and my butt got especially big I don't know why 
probably because I loved takeout. And at that time, I was eating a lot more takeout. And um, she says to me, she goes, Kim, is something wrong? And I said, why? And she goes, well, your butt is especially big. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a jealous B-I-T-C-H. She was jealous of you. And oh, that was funny, though. It was yep. funny. I just yep. looked at her and I said, "Are oh, are we that? Are we girlfriends now? Are we girlfriends? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was just such the such a wonderful comeback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Like wow, like, you're monitoring my butt. Why are you looking at my butt so closely? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. I I can't tell you how grateful I am to have had you all on the podcast and to do a part two we might even have to do a part three because this is such a huge topic and i'm gonna put i think you could do even a sub segment and you could announce before your next podcast it's gonna be you know ideals and let's just focus on this certain this certain aspect today you know, fat women in bikinis, you know, big girls in bikinis. How do we feel about that? Baby got back. Baby got back. <laughs> and back yeah. and back. <laughs> yeah, I well, hope I, I, I will um, reach out to a few or more people because I would like some perspective. Um, mm-hmm. I, I also understand that skinny women have um, their perspective, too. Yep. And um, they can be shamed and put down. And oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe they're not big enough or maybe their boobs aren't big enough or their butt isn't big enough or, right. you know. Yeah. It all stems from the person making the comment, right? Right. Yep. Right. Why, why you got to go there? <laughs> right. Right. What's broken right. in you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I appreciate you both. Thank you for taking the time to join the podcast today. You're and, welcome. Um, I will be yeah, publishing thanks. this episode and forwarding it to you. Thank great. you. Great. Thank you. Thank you. And Thank we'll see you, you soon. Good- yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Namaste, All right. my friends. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.